My name is Roland Ramos, producer for Artifications. I'm an art curator, musician, and organizer based out of Brooklyn, New York. Artifications is a series of documentaries and podcasts designed to make the international art world more accessible. So, if you love to travel, we do the heavy lifting of finding the best a city has to offer by way of culture. If you're an artist, we ask the questions any visiting artist would want to ask before considering a show there. Artists are dreamers, and here at Artifications, we dream big. This is being recorded mid-March 2021. That means we're a week after launching our first Kickstarter campaign to hire a fantastic video editor to put together the next three documentaries on different art scenes in different places. We have Zagreb, a cross-country trip with six different cities and interviews, and uh, an exploration of the Dumbo art scene. Each one of these goes deep with numerous interviews. We talk about the history of the areas and how they relate to the composition of the current art scene. You can help us get to that mark by simply checking out uh, an opportunity to become a producer in some way. You can become a associate producer or we only have one executive producer option available. So find out more by clicking the link in the show notes. For the last four years, Artifications has been creating a compendium of compelling documentaries exploring art scenes in different parts of the world. Started off as audio, we expanded to video. Now it's over 25 different documentaries, all housed at artifications.us. So check it out. And I just want to say, as far as these podcasts go, I love what's happening. We explore interviews. We explore concepts. We get granular. It allows for a bit more of a fluidity in terms of a discussion or a conversational style. For example... If each interview we do is, for example, each interview is but a facet of a much larger, beautiful prism that is the documentary, which encompasses numerous facets or interviews, providing insight to a fantastic art scene. So, if you enjoy one facet of one art scene that you've heard about through our podcast series, then subscribe and listen to other facets of different art scenes and let's all grow multifaceted together there are multiple ways to clock a scene uh you could talk about uh, how many exhibition spaces there are versus uh, artists in the area you could check with the chamber of commerce uh or the equivalent of to ask about how much contributions are made to the city or town or whatever uh, by way of of you know cultural engagement now all that aside the interviews that we do provide really important one-on-one interactions with people who exist in those scenes now everything that we do is listed in our show notes in our podcast and everything from there goes back to artifications.us where we house all these here at artifications one of the main ways that we can support the arts is by empowering ourselves and our friends One of the most popular ways of doing this is by starting a home gallery space. This think globally, act locally approach to the arts really contributes to this economy and ecology of an art scene no matter where you go. Now, when you're doing this, there's a couple things that you need to take into account. First of all, your motive. Why would you convert your space into an art gallery at all? This is very much my story where I had bare walls in Hoboken, New Jersey, and I chose to uh, just 
patch up any little, you know, mistakes that you see on the walls and turn it into a gallery space because really I wanted more art in my life and I wasn't really sure how to do it, how to get it into my life. And through time, the answer came by way of bringing artists into my home to share their work. Now, you have to think about what your reasons are to why you want to convert your space into an art gallery. The first thing to remember is that every room has an orientation point, an entrance and an exit. As the runner of this space, it's important to design the flow of how you want the exhibition or installation, whatever it is that you are hosting. Now, there's always an, a more awesome wall than another. Uh, and when you, it's important that when you think about that orientation, that you walk through the space physically and visually see how the pieces are going to be arranged in your mind's eye so that every turn can almost be premeditated and encouraged. Because if you are truly curating and telling a story with the pieces, then placement is always important. Everyone has a different reason for choosing the art that they do to work with. None of them are wrong. Working with artists is a rather intimate affair, and especially when you're working with an artist in your space, uh, there's a lot of trust involved. From the artist's perspective, they have to trust you with their work. And conversely, uh, the, you have to trust the artist that they're going to come prepared. They're they're going to come with uh, good work. There that you're that you've negotiated everything beforehand. Um, and, and we'll talk about what those, the, those specific negotiations are going to look like in just a little bit. But remember, this is a rather intimate affair when you're working with an artist or multiple artists within your space. Now, personally, I have to ask, what did I love about it? Well. I absolutely adored the minimalism that gallery life created. I'm a big fan of clean lines. I loved having perfect walls and then filling them with fantastic, inspirational pieces of art that would be shared with friends in the most cordial of settings. Depending on how far you want to go, you can create partnerships with other galleries to act as a satellite space, or you can schedule appointments for viewings, solicit alcohol sponsorships. You can go the full gamut, but generally, there's room for experimentation because your space is your space. So what you say goes ultimately, and it's important to wield that when you need to, because uh, there's a lot of give an inch, take a mile, especially that goes on in the art world, because it's just fun. It's all fun, but it's important to establish boundaries. Typically, exhibitions have an opening and a closing reception party that is but like i said with experimentation that leaves room for such things as art installations and performances that could become a thing for example as far as art installations uh, i remember i worked with a fantastic artist who had taken my main living room and covered every single every, just about every square inch with uh text sharpie text uh now, that's beautiful. Of course, in this case, it was, you know, quite pain, torturous text that was going on, but that was part of the, uh, of the process for the artist. And so <laughs> you got to know what you're getting into and you have to, once you're committed, be supportive. Now, as far as performances go, 
uh, exhibitions are great, but performative aspects are important. You can have live models getting painted on. You can have uh, DJs. There's uh, always, of course, a room for live music and performances if the circumstances permit. Now, it's important that when you have these receptions that people will come and go, but if you want to give them a reason to stay, then you can have multiple performances throughout the evening to just kind of entice them to stay a little bit longer, look at the art a little bit longer, and maybe, maybe make a purchase. Now, insurance policies are are what people would ask about. So, my insurance policy was my beautiful brown brindle German Shepherd Pitbull Chow. He was a beautiful, vicious dog, or what a ex would say was a looking at dog, not a petting or playing with dog. This aspect of artists letting you hold their art for extended periods of time is important because they need to feel safe. Now, luckily, this dog was legendary in terms of his... Uh, um, issues, but it was a pleasure to host art there because they knew it would be safe. Once you've established that you have the space and you are going to host the artist and everything is set, you have to be prepared to play the role of host. That's every aspect of the host. That's you, who's going to be answer, who's going to be answering the door, who's going to be manning the bar, who's going to be taking care of the spills. You know, if you do not delegate, you will be forced to take care of all of these things as the role of the host, and rightly so, because you have invited all these people into your house. It's now your responsibility to make sure that they all leave there in one piece. The length of an exhibition depends totally on you. A home gallery allows you freedom to make every show a pop-up exhibition. Or a longer-term commitment with visiting hours and appointment schedules is also a great option. It depends what you really want. Do you want art on your walls? Do you want clean walls? Uh, and of course, you know, it all comes with uh, working together with the artist beforehand. It's best not to make things up on the fly. It's just time has proven that it's always good to have things spelled out printed, signed, negotiated, so there's no drama. And that's another thing that's very important. An artist contract, it needs to be drawn up. Now, there are plenty of them that you've seen throughout the time, uh, you, or your time as an artist, and if not, it's important to get your hands on not one, not two, but not three, a few of them. This way, so you can see how to indemnify yourself going forward. It's important to know what kind of artists you're working with. How well do you know them? Uh, is there an established rapport or level of trust? Yes, you're responsible for their work. Yes, you can invite people to see the art. And you, if you want to really take a look at your rental agreement, your whatever agreement you have that stipulates that you cannot turn your house into a business uh, unless otherwise specified. Of course, you know, uh, if you have the money for an attorney, go ahead and take care of all that. You know, drop whatever you need to find the right way that works for you and do it. But if not, and you're just a person that lives in a place and you want to have art on your walls and you want to have people and celebrate other people's art, then simply the way to mitigate any of the BS is to uh, invite everybody there to converse with the artist and to, to work with the artist directly, thereby, you know, circumventing any, um, you know, prospective legal entanglements in case uh, transactions don't go forward or get screwed up for any number of reasons. Now, <laughs> that, that's important, indemnity. 
it's also wonderful just uh after you get past all the legal wranglings and, and all that stuff to just remember why we're doing this it's to bring attention to art now Art has a massively important role in this society. Uh, it inspires people to change, and it, it changes people through inspiration. You don't have to worry about bringing in a whole rotating set of exhibitions, and you can just even bring in a certain, just one single piece. So long as you know why you're doing it, and you, you know, bring everybody in for the same reason, then there's a lot of power behind it. And uh, that's what this whole thing is. It's about empowerment. Now, I know that there's one question that everybody is wondering about. And I'm going to answer that question for you right now. The question is, do you put art in the bathroom? And the answer is simple. What are you trying to do? Either you're packing every ounce of space on your walls with art and just getting in as much as you can, or you're not. And you're really selecting the pieces. It's so much fun, but it could also drive you a little mad. So remember your intentions and remember why we're doing this. <laughs> this has been Artifications, where we make the art world just a little smaller. Recorded in Brooklyn, New York, music by Roland Ramos and James Rasmussen. Follow us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube and Patreon. You can find links to everything in our show notes. Thanks for spending time and keep creating.